Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, that's it. I'm back. It's the Clay Edwards Show. After a Friday off, I'm back in the studio here on a Monday bringing you the free-range human show of choice your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. Let's kick this week off with a bang. Right here in central Mississippi on 103.9 FM. Streaming worldwide at WYAB.com as well as on the TuneIn app. Just search, and Alexa for that matter. Just search WYAB. And as I tell y'all, you can go to your phone. I'm going to use Apple as an example if you have an iPhone. Go to Safari. Type in WYAB.com. Hit listen live. And when, when that screen pulls up, go down there, hit that other little button on the bottom, the little arrow looking thing, save it to your home screen, and boom, you got a WYAB app. It's that easy. It's that easy. You can circumvent the app store. If you want to communicate with me on the show this morning, chime in. 601-879-0002 is the phone line. The text line, the guns and gear text line, 769-241-1944. I had a good weekend. I had a good week at work last week, good weekend. But kind of a, I feel like I'm like missing a gear, man. This is really tired here lately. I know they said a, like a bout of COVID has been going around or <clears throat> summer Summer bug type deal. I haven't been sick, but I've just been tired nonstop. I do feel a little bit better today. I thought I would. I kind of felt the worst I'd felt yet like yesterday. And then I got a good night's sleep, woke up in a puddle of sweat. But I, and I, but I slept all night. So maybe I <clears throat> sweated out whatever I had in me that was uh, making me feel bad. So all right, let's get this thing started here. You know, I want to get something off my chest. I cuss a lot. Not on the radio, obviously. Maybe it much slips out here and there. But, you know, I do. I, in my personal life, on my social media, my video content out there. And, look, I'm just going to say straight if that offends you, you're clearly living such a morally proper life that you're not the knucklehead that I'm trying to get through to. I mean, seriously, if cuss words hurt you or offend you, I... I like you. It doesn't mean you're not my audience, but you're not the person I'm trying to, whose thick skull I'm trying to get through. So, <clears throat> you don't like it? Scroll on to the next one. Something else has come up some lately. Is, I, you know, I, I, it had gone away for a little while and it's kind of reared its ugly head again here lately. It's the Clay's a racist stuff has been coming up some. Some of it from just some haters. 
that you got them here and there. You'll have that on big jobs, as my buddy said. And some of the usual suspects, woke Jackson folks, black Democrats in my comments online. And I feel like it's time to explain to the new folks who I am, what I do, and why I do it. And I don't give a dang if that offends you or what you call me. You know, if I was a racist, I mean, these are pretty simple things here. If I was a racist, not, you know, like OJ wrote the book, If I Was the, if I was the Killer. <laughs> if I was a racist, why would I have fought so hard for impregnated black and white mothers to not be able to have abortions? For the, have, why would I have fought so hard for those babies to be born? When the overwhelming majority of abortions are had by black mothers, by black women. I mean, if I was a real, if I was really a racist, wouldn't I just quietly sit back and, you know, like Dr. Evil, like, <laughs> just keep having those abortions. I mean, really, think about that. If I was a racist, why would I want more police and law enforcement on the streets of Jackson, Mississippi, to prevent people from becoming a statistic of violent crime? Again, the overwhelming majority of the victims of crime in this city are black. And the violence is happening to them by people that look just like them. I would say 90% of the crime in Jackson that if, you know is black on black. Why, again, if I was a racist, wouldn't I just sit back and be like, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, the reason you folks get mad at me is because I don't sit back and go along with all this, all the pro- all of this, uh, air quotes, all these problems in our community are because of oppressive things that have happened to us in the past. I don't go along with that. I'm a believer in looking in the mirror and no matter what your problems are and saying, how can I solve my problem? How is my problem my fault? <clears throat> That's what I have to do daily in my life. That's what I have to do daily, sometimes multiple times a day. I have to look in the mirror and I have to ask, what can you do differently? What did you do to get yourself in this situation that you know you could have done differently? And that's the problem with the city of Jackson. Is a lot of people in that city, they want to look outward, not inward. They want to blame it on the people who are no longer here. They want to call everybody a racist. They want to blame it on white flight. Yada, yada, yada. You know, somehow it's people, white and black's fault that left Jackson because of crime and infrastructure and everything else. It's all their faults that Jackson's in bad shape, that people in Jackson are twerking on countertops, killing, drug dealing, all that stuff. Somehow, people leaving broke the moral compass of Jackson. Even if it broke the financial back, let's just play that game. Even if everybody leaving Jackson for the suburbs broke Jackson financially, how, how did it break you morally? Explain that part to me. You just woke up one day and said, screw it. I'm going to go raise hell and twerk on a countertop today. I'm going to start shooting randomly into vehicles driving up and down the road today. 
That happened over the weekend. We'll get to that story in a minute. So explain to me how urban flight caused your moral compass to break. I need to understand. There's more churches in Jackson now than there's ever been. I don't have the stats on that, but I can drive around and there's a church on every corner. There's a church in every strip mall. There's a church in every gas station. There's a lot of churches. Churches, what did Megadeth song say? Killing is my business and business is good. In Jackson, churches are the business and business is good. But morally, it's completely broken. Completely broken. Again, I asked the question. How is that anybody else's fault but the people who's, who are still in Jackson? How is the moral compass anybody else's fault? It's not. You, know, you got young kids. I was talking to a former JPD cop last week. He's a black fellow. <clears throat> and he was saying, man, these kids in Jackson are evil Evil. Evil. He said they're burning people alive in cars. They're just doing the most dastardly things. Now, I've heard Kim Wade talk about it a lot. There's an evil spirit over this town. I might not be quoting him verbatim. There's an evil, evil. The devil has its arms wrapped around Jackson, Mississippi. And he's got his minions sitting right down there in City Hall. Sitting right down there at the DA's office. Prosecuting good God-fearing cops for doing their jobs. Free Anthony Fox hashtag. It ain't about racism, folks. It's about realism. About being realistic, being honest with yourself. And y'all can call me whatever you want. But people are fed up. The silent majority is silent no more. We're fed up. We're not going to take this nonsense anymore. You know, I'm a couple of years ahead of the curve. I got fed up a little sooner than some others did. And I started calling it out. And whenever you're one of the first, you're going to catch the most arrows. But I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing more and more people that are slap tired of it. Slap tired of it. And they're, and they're black too. And we can get into a whole other conversation about the LGBTQ side of this story. And how they teamed up with the Marxists of the BLM. And made it people extra tired of it. We can talk about the burning of America post-George Floyd. How all of that's supposed to be okay because that was for racial justice. That was for social justice. We were supposed to be able to burn this thing down. You know, I was explaining to somebody the other day. 
when they were talking about the Jason Aldean song, the Not in My Town or Try That in a Small Town. And they're like, man, the ladies on The View said it was racist. I was like, well, you're not allowed to dissent from the narrative. If you for one second question what's going on around here, you got to be a racist. You go back and watch that Jason Aldean video. I don't remember. I don't recall seeing a single black person in it. I think they went out of their way to use to use a little white Antifa BLM purple haired barista terrorist that I've been screaming about up here. They were burning down black neighborhoods in the video. <clears throat> but if you sit here and you say that kind of nonsense, it ain't allowed. In my see, this is what turns normies against y'all. This is what turns normies against y'all. Bunch of rich black folks and white liberals sit back and say anybody that disagrees with this narrative is a racist. If we can't burn down your cities, rob, loot, steal, and kill, well, that makes you a racist if you don't like that. My God, you sound like a racist when you say that. You're saying that, when you say that if I don't agree with that, I'm racist, that means you're saying that if you don't agree with the way black people act, you're a racist. So when you're saying that it's black people doing all these things, when I know it's not. When I know it's not. But that's what y'all want to say. You want to say, if you disagree with any of this bad behavior, if you disagree with, if you dissent from the narrative that police hate black people and that burning down cities is, is, is the only way we can prove our point, you're somehow a racist. I refuse to do it. But I've been done refused to do it. That's how I ended up here on the radio. So I ended up with a number one podcast in the state of Mississippi. I started calling this foolishness out. When everybody else sands a few other people, as a matter of fact, who just all happen to be on this radio station, when everybody else just say, man, tap you on the back, say, man, I appreciate you saying what you say. You know, we can't say that things. Now people are starting to say it. These, this cancel culture, it's coming for everybody. It's coming for everybody. The sooner you stand up, the better off you'll be. Let's take a break. When we come back, <clears throat> I want to talk about how about a little effed around and found out. That's right. A um, She's from Houston, but she might as well be from Jackson. A TikTok star found out that Dubai ain't Houston. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. I told y'all, man, we could be a little bit incendiary around here. I ain't scared to start a fire. I ain't scared to start a fire. And I have no interest in putting them out once I start them. So uh, we call it your daily dose of reality radio for a reason. We're going to hit you upside the head with some reality. Let's talk about what's going on this Friday night. How about that? The Keith, this Friday and Saturday night mind you, the Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo right down there at the Coliseum. And don't worry, it's going to be safe down there. The aforementioned Capitol Police will be down there holding it down. Stop by, say hey to those guys. Thank them for doing their part to actually, you know, save Jackson. That's what they do. Anyway, the rodeo is going to be a great time. Friday night, Mississippi's very own 
Like what is they what did they win the golden mic or something on America's Got Talent? I don't watch reality shows like that. I mean, it's just not my thing. But apparently, it was a big deal. Apparently, they're a big deal, and they're going to be here Friday night, Chapel Heart, at the rodeo. And then Saturday night, I believe the fellow's name is Drake Milligan, up and coming country superstar. So I've yet to uh, go find one of his songs. I'm kind of hard headed about listening to the new music, but I hear great things. So, that's Saturday night. Tickets are available at killabrewrodeo.com or ardenland.net. So, check that out. It's going to be a good time. Friday night, but both nights, they're going to have Mexican bullfighters. I mean, the whole deal, man, with the red cape out there fighting bulls. They're going to have that poker table of death. The guys sit out there, they play poker. With the bull chasing after him, last man standing wins. I've been wanting to watch that my whole life. So I'm in. I am in. And then, of course, Friday night. Of course, they have all your regular rodeo stuff, too. They have your bull riding, uh, barrel racing, all that stuff. Going to be a good time. Steer wrestling, all that. I'm probably calling it wrong. I don't know. I ain't a cowboy. Anyway, really looking forward to it. appreciate them coming on the show a few weeks ago. And talking about the whole Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo, the nexus of it, the founder uh, Killebrew Rodeo Foundation, the whole nine yards. And it's all for a good cause, too. This is a charitable, this is a fundraiser to help get the next generation of people into farming who might not know how to, who maybe didn't grow up on a farm, who might not have the financial means, so on and so forth. For a good cause, we need to support our local Mississippi farmers, and this is going to be a great way to support the future of Mississippi farming is uh, supporting this rodeo and living out the, seeing the vision of Keith Killebrew through, even though he's passed away. So get out there Friday and Saturday night. I got a pair of tickets. I'll figure out how I want to give away at some point in time through the show here. And we're going to be talking about this a lot this week if we roll up on it Friday night. Like I said, I'll be there Friday night. The tickets I got to give away are for Friday night. So stay tuned. We'll do that in the second hour. All right. Let's, uh, I did talk about this last week. I forgot. But you know what? We're going to do it again. I had video last week, but I can't find it now. Um, Here we go. Let me pull, pull it back up on my phone. This, uh, this girl, this TikTok star, I mean, the bar has been set mighty low for what a TikTok star is. I'm a TikTok star in my own mind. But um, what we have here <laughs> is a failure... To understand that that showing your butt in public, jumping on countertops and twerking when somebody gets your order wrong, screaming and shouting and throwing crap at people when you don't get your way, you know, that hissy fit that so many Democrats love to do when they don't get their way in public, in retail spaces, that nonsense is only accepted in America. It ain't accepted in other places. You know, they keep telling you America's the most racist country in the world. But we keep allowing y'all to do the dumbest crap and get away with it. Because everybody's scared to death to say, hey girl, get the hell off the counter and quit twerking. Stop it. Stop it. Act like you got some sense. Everybody's scared to tell you to do that because, oh, it's racism's. Nobody wants to be a racist. Nobody wants to get a Bag of french fries thrown at them. Well, Dubai ain't America. 
Ask Brittany Griner. She found out Russia ain't America. Here's the story. Texas TikToker, sassy trucker, trapped in Dubai and faces two years in prison for screaming at a car rental worker. It's a bad day to be her. I hope they keep her for two years. I, I, I Lock her up. Lock her up for two years. And if she opens that sassy trucker mouth, add another year or two to it. If that's how we got to start saving America, one Dubai vacation at a time, let's do it. <laughs> you know, but again, I keep telling you, America's the most racism's place in all of the world. But you'll get away with more here than anywhere. Phone lines wide open. If anybody disagrees with any of this, I'd like to hear it. You move to the front of the line. 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line. 769-241-1944. You know, I saw something stupid this morning. I... Strolling on Facebook while I was uploading Friday's podcast. Uh, Friday's show will be uploaded uh, when as soon as I'm done. I want to thank Stephen Yatroska for coming in and filling in for me Friday morning. And uh, that podcast will be available here uh, before I get out of here today by 10 a.m. This is a post that was shared in one of the groups that I'm in on Facebook. And it's a woman up at a poolside bar. You know, like that's in the pool, you know, like a swim up bar that they'll have at hotels, you know, nice hotels and stuff, casinos, resorts, stuff of that nature. And it's, and it's got her daughter kind of in her lap as she's at the bar having a drink. And it says, me as a mother, I don't care what y'all think. Duality is real. It's a real thing. You can be an adult woman living a good life on vacation, having a drink. And also be a mother at the same time. Black women are truly gods. Now, I, you know, I don't necessarily like getting into the black thing, but this is this ins, this insistence upon being validated for doing the most minimal thing required to be considered a good parent or a functioning adult is ridiculous. This is why people have a hard time taking you serious. So multitasking now makes you a god. You're a god. If you can multitask, if that, I, I'm the Thanos of gods. If multitasking makes you godly. I've got, I got all the rings. Come on, man. Just do your damn job. Be a mother. Ha, enjoy your drink. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I've been enjoying drinks with my kids at the house for years. <laughs> Come on. Come on. That's ridiculous. Quit begging. You just wanted to post a picture of you in a bikini having a drink and your kid was in the picture. So you're like, well, how do I, how do I turn this into being more about me? Or the internet. Internet has made a bunch of dumb people feel really smart. But you know, back back to our girl over in Dubai, sassy trucker, Texas TikToker, sassy trucker. 
what does she do, guys? What, what, what does she do? She after round, she found out. Dubai ain't Texas. Dubai ain't Jackson, Mississippi. You might can get away with all that stuff here and there. <laughs> Dubai said, try that in our small town. Try that in our small town. They ain't having it. Let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto, located right there in Florence, Mississippi, on Highway 49 South. Man, look, they have been the leader in central Mississippi as far as all your ring and pinion and gears go in your vehicle. We use them over there at Ellis Autoplex. I've taken them and uh, I've taken had personal vehicles worked on there. They do it all, though. They don't do just ring and pinion. But, hey, that is the bread and butter. And uh, if you need that done, it starts there. It ends there at A1 Gear and Auto. But, look, is your check engine light on? Swing by, let them diagnose it, figure out what's wrong with it. Get it going. Is your vehicle making a noise it don't need to make? Let them check it out. I'll tell you something, man. If I'm seeing in Ford trucks, they've got these air conditioners, these, uh, these temperature actuators are terrible about going out. If, uh, if your temperature actuator is messed up in your Ford truck, swing by A1 Gear and Auto. Let them check that out. But they can do it all. Everything from an oil change to brakes to your car running hot to replacing your rear end. They can do it all. A1 Gear and Auto. Swing by there. See Justin and the team today and get your vehicle back right. Hey, look, <laughs> it, it don't take but about 37 seconds to know if your air conditioner needs worked on. <laughs> And uh, if it is, if it does, they can do that too. So, A1, Gear, and Auto, Highway 49 South, Florence, Mississippi. All right, man, let's check out a couple of guns and gear text here real quick. Uh, to my previous statement about there being churches on every corner in Jackson, unknown texter says, churches almost outnumber gyms that have popped up in recent years. It's like, here's your sign, 24-hour fitness slash church of holiness meets here. And that, that, that's a real sign, too. I mean, some of the names may be different, but they are these gyms are absolutely doubling as churches. It says, hell, if that's the case, how about the toddler in your lap while you're driving and mom and dad have a Marlboro on one hand on the wheel, the other is around you holding a PBR all driving. That's great. <laughs> Talk about multitasking as a parent. Uh, Steven says she should change her name to Screaming Trucker. From Sassy Trucker, yeah. Uh, unknown Texture says, Black women find the most simple things and try to glorify themselves. That post was the equivalent to praising a fish for swimming. It, it is this internet time that we live in where everybody's trying to make themselves look better than they are. It's something weird. It really is. You're giving people the ammunition that they need to destroy you. Yeah, you really are. And what was I shared this post on my Facebook, or it's actually I shared it into the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group. So if you want to go see it, what I recommend is click it, join in the group, go join Clay Edwards Show. Just search on Facebook Clay Edwards Show. The group will pop up. Send an invite. I'll add you to the group. 
But what's great is if you'll click on the original picture and you read and you read some of the comments, it's that other black women are calling this lady out for this attempt to beg for validation. So every you know, everybody out there hadn't lost their minds. There's still a lot of good folks out there. But man, <laughs> Steven texted in and said, who takes a kid to a bar? How trashy. Hey, now. Hey, now. I feel slightly attacked. I feel slightly attacked. You know, my parents owned a bar when I was growing up. Used to get my diaper changed on the pool tables in there. I owned a bar when my daughter was growing up. She used to get her diaper changed on a pool table in there. But I'll never forget that scene from, was it Sweet Home Alabama? Where she's like, you got a baby in a bar. <laughs> I was sitting at a I was sitting at the bar in Amerigo's one time and somebody had a baby at the bar. And I was like, you got a baby at a bar. You can't say baby and bar without saying it like oh, is it Reese Witherspoon? Is that who's in a uh, Sweet Home Alabama? I mean you gotta say it in that full blown Baby in a bar. <laughs> uh, let's read through a couple more Guns of Gear texts. Hey, the Guns of Gear text line, by the way, 769-241-1944. Reagan can says, because there are churches everywhere doesn't mean there are born-again Christians everywhere. Hey, look, I'm just going to be the first to say it. Well, I know I'm not the first to say it. I'm going to be the first person to say it this morning on the airwaves here. <laughs> It'll probably be said a few more times. Churches are a business. Churches are a hustle. Not all churches are a business. Not all churches are a hustle. There's clearly some good ones out there. There's clearly people out there putting saving saving souls ahead of everything. And I'm not even a big hater of the mega churches. Your six flags over Jesus type places. A lot of them do really good work. They do some silly stuff too. But a lot of them do really good work. But uh, there's definitely some of these little churches, man. They're just a hustle. And, hey, you know, I'm kind of like this. If you fall for the hustle, it's on you. It's on you to be aware of your surroundings. It's on you to be a good, ju- a good judge of character. So uh, Stephen says, huh, you got the joke about the baby in a bar. Look, man, if we're talking about pop culture, I'm in. I, I, I know my pop culture. I know my pop culture. Listen, I, I want to talk about some Jackson stuff. I'm, I'm going to save it all to the second hour because we got a lot of Jackson stuff to talk about. But I kind of veered off from the culture war a little bit last week, and I just thought it was time to just reset the show, get back to what we do best, and uh, explain the show to a lot of the new listeners out there. So that, you know, I think if, uh, if you've never tuned in before, I think you understand what we're about here. If you've tuned in regularly and often, I think you appreciate getting back to the basics. And uh, one of the things that I saw over the weekend, <laughs> did y'all hear about this pastor? Speaking of speaking of churches, did y'all hear about this pastor who has decided to lock himself in a prayer room until crime gets better down in Baton Rouge? Rest in peace to that pastor. Is he fasting while he's in there? Let's read the story real quick. This is from WLBT. It says, um, 
Crime in Baton Rouge has dominated conversations around the capital city since the start of the pandemic. One local pastor hopes, though, the power of prayer, the power of prayer, hopes through the power of prayer, the city will can be healed. Bishop Dwight Pate with the Church Point Ministries of North Baton Rouge originally opened the prayer room in the 90s when crime and drugs were bad then. And now hopes for another miracle this time. He locked himself in his prayer room since the beginning of May, praying to God to heal the city and bring home, and bring down crime. Quote, and the only place it can be solved is in the church and the teaching and the loving of God's people. So I believe that prayer can change the hearts of the individuals that creating all the that's creating all the violence in town, said Bishop Pate. What started as a used car lot that he it's always a used car lot. Used car lots and Southern Baptist preachers. They love each other like peanut butter and jelly. What started as a used car lot that he purchased in 1981 now stands at the center point of his mission. The 68-year-old pastor first opened it in 1994, where he stayed locked away for nearly eight months. It was there where folks were free to come and receive holy oil. He opened it again in 2000 for five months to identify the pain and suffering of the elderly, and now it's open yet again. I had not read this article before. I just saw the headline. This article is gold. This is Radio Gold, as Jameson Haygood would say. Radio Gold. Now let's vision, let's vision having this prayer room in Jackson, Mississippi. Pastor Pickett needs to go into the prayer room and pray some of this violence away. As he tries to win a was he trying to win on the Senate side? He's trying to get a seat in the Senate or the House of Representatives. That's right. He's trying to he's trying to get the Senate. He's trying to get uh the old white trying to take the seat from the old white liberal down there. That's gonna be interesting. Pass the picket that hates the police. Hates the Capitol Police. I don't see Pastor Pickett praying the praying for the violence to go away anytime soon. I think he's in that camp that um he's in that camp that needs the violence in the city to stay high. He's in that camp with Chakwe Lumumba. They want a Jacktown George Floyd so bad they don't know what to do. They need a white cop to kill a black guy so bad. So bad. So they can stand up on the Stand up on the top of the steps and shake their fist about a dead drug dealer. About what a good man he was. That's another thing. Back to my opening statement about people are fed up. The George Floyd thing, and the further removed we get from it, and the more ridiculous we look back and realize how it was and how you... You turn the worst individuals in the world into martyrs. People are fed up. You burn down half the country over a crackhead. A guy that committed suicide by cop. Had an eight ball of some kind of amphetamines or a fentanyl or something in his system. This is all factual information. Now, did he die? Under was Derek Chauvin's knee on the back of his neck? Yeah. But he died. He would not have died had he not been loaded up on amphetamines or fentanyl. 
neither, neither here nor there. I'm not trying to turn this into a George Floyd conversation. I'm just telling y'all. There's a lot of idiots out there that are pro- making money off the bodies of dead black men. And they're mainly Democrat politicians and preachers. And they're the very ones screaming out against it, but they're the very ones that profit the most off of it. So always follow the money. Always follow the money. That pastor, I hope he's eating in that prayer room. Because Baton Rouge is, you know, we don't talk about Baton Rouge a lot up here. But Baton Rouge. I, if my memory serves me correct, has it has it not overtaken New Orleans as the murder capital of Louisiana? I think I heard that. I mean, that's right there. You know, the LSU is in the, is in Baton Rouge, isn't it? Now we were talking about wanting to go down to New Orleans at some point, just to get down there because it hadn't been in a while. But I, you know, I don't think we're going to. I think the city's gotten so bad that, I mean, when they they can't keep Bourbon Street safe, how can you expect any of the rest of it to be any good? And I talk to people from New Orleans who say they don't go to New Orleans no more. They ain't going going back to the city. It just ain't what it was. It's dangerous now. Like, really dangerous. All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to land the plane for hour one. And we got a bunch of Jackson stuff to get into in hour two. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in here to the last segment of the first hour of the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey guys, how about try for lunch today the big salad right over there in Flowood? That's right, located right there in Dogwood Shopping Center on, uh, what is it, Market Street Place, Marketplace, Market Street, <coughs> the main road, <laughs> turn off of Lakeland, the main little drag there, and it's going to be on your right, right next to the cookie store. What better? Eat healthy, followed up with an unhealthy cookie. Now, but hey, here's something that's really cool about the Big Salad, is it's locally owned, it's a national chain, but they're a franchisee, that it's locally owned. You can go to thebigsalad.com, pick out your favorite salad and all that. And what's really cool is every salad on there, you can turn into a wrap. That's a game changer. That is an absolute game changer. Because sometimes, man, I don't really feel like just eating a salad, you know. But I can turn it into a wrap, just grab it, eat it, go. Man, that's cool. Everything from the bravocado to the chicken Caesar to the meso sesame and more. You can check them all out at thebigsalad.com. And hey, you may be thinking to yourself, maybe you're busy like I am at work and you can't get away. But they're on take-a-break deliveries. That's right. They're on take-a-break deliveries. So go to takeabreakdeliveries.com or download the app and get the big salad brought to you. And uh, I don't have time to tell the story. I'll tell it in the next segment. I got to give take-a-break deliveries a big shout-out in the next hour. They helped your boy out in the pinch. If you follow me on Facebook, you already know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to share it with the rest of you. Stay tuned, man. We got a bunch of jacks and stuff. There's people riding around shooting people randomly in cars. That red lights in Jackson. Shocker. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back in. It's hour two of the most incendiary show on the radio. Your daily dose of 
Reality Radio, the free-range human show of choice. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live on 103.9 FM WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app and on Alexa. Just search WYAB. And hey, look, if you miss any of this show, if you miss any of this show, the podcast is always available. You can listen to the whole show or you can listen to it in clips. Uh, some days I have more time to clip it up into more segments. Some days I don't, but I try my best. I'd also do Kim Wade show in the commercial break. I was in there editing Friday's show up for Kim Wade. It'll be posted. My Friday show will be posted. And today's show should all be posted by 10 a.m. So if uh, you want to hear Stephen Yatroska uh, talk about the lieutenant governor's race and some other things, you'll really enjoy Friday's Clay Edwards show. He filled in for me. Uh, you know what Kim Wade does, and nobody does it better. Then Kim Wade, uh, he'll be uh, his podcast. We do it every day. Just search Kim Wade Show wherever you download podcasts or listen to music, and uh, just search Clay Edwards Show in all those same places. And uh, hit subscribe. You'll get a notification every time we uh, we update it. I also push the podcast over to YouTube. Uh, my YouTube channel is at Save JXN at Save JXN. All right, hey, I told y'all real quick right before the break. I wanted to tell y'all a quick story. Yeah, I mean, you can call it an ad read. You can call it whatever you want. But I, I want to tell you all about something Take a Break Deliveries did for me the other day. I got my Stonington Farms order. They come up here once a month, and they come to Brandon, uh, Florence, and Ridgeland. Well, I was busy at the car lot Friday. You know, so if I leave the car lot, that costs me money. It never fails. That's why I've started taking my lunch. If I need, if there ain't been a customer there all week, I can run to the store real quick, come back, and a customer will come, and one of the other guys will start talking to him. It cost me however much my commission would have been. So I'm trying not to leave the car lot as much anymore. Once I get there, I'm there. And I've seen the benefits of that over my last several paychecks. I say all that to say this. I was still going to get away Friday and go see my folks with Stonington Farms. I had an order. I needed to pick it up. We got busy. I couldn't get away. And I obviously, Stonington Farms has gotten my order. I have not prepaid for it yet. I pay when I get there. I didn't want to leave them in a bad situation where they put all this steak aside for me that they could have sold to other people. So I was going to just pay them by credit, debit card, by phone, so it, did, did, so it didn't just go to waste. So, I mean, I would at least hold it to my end of the bargain with them. And then maybe next time they come up here, I could get my meat or whatever. I had an idea. I said, I'm going to call Take a Break Deliveries and throw a Hail Mary and see if Keith and the team could possibly pick up my Stonington Farms order from the Home Depot in Brandon, where they meet at, and bring it to me at Ellis Autoplex or drop it off at my house in the deep freezer, depending on what driver it is that knows where I live. Keith called me back. I called Keith. He says, I think I can make that happen. Let me find a driver real quick. He goes, I'm in Oxford. I was like, all right, cool. So within five, ten minutes later, he calls me back. He says, great. Michelle's going to pick it up. You know, Michelle's my favorite take-a-break deliveries driver. Not, I mean, I love them all, but Michelle's been there since A1 since day one. So I have a, I have a personal relationship with Michelle. Really great girl. And... I try, you know, somebody I know, so I don't mind them going by my house and I'm not there, that type deal. She picks up my order. Uh, my, my, it's a box full of meat. 
from, I get a lot of hamburger meat. Got my girlfriend a bunch of hamburger meat to try this time. I've been singing the praises of it. I'm, I'm having to start cash those checks a little bit. So I think I got her 10 pounds of hamburger meat. And I got me a bunch of chuck eye steaks. So Michelle takes this and drops it off at my house, puts it in my deep freeze in my garage. And then it's just, a, they don't, that's not like in their normal purview of operation. They, you know, it ain't like we're going to run your errands for you. And it wasn't free. And we, we, we came to, we came to an agreement on, on the finance side of it. It was still worth it for me to not leave work. But that's the kind of service you get from take a break deliveries. And they would have done, they would have done that for anybody. And not just, they didn't do it just for me. You know, I've heard other stories about them doing things outside their normal, uh, opera. What's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, their normal way of doing things. Modus operandi. Is that the word? Modus operandi. Anyway, so check them out, man. If they'll do that, they'll get my frozen steaks from Stonington Farm and get them in my deep freeze because I can't make it. Imagine what take a break delivers. Imagine the effort they put into making sure your dang food is hot when it gets to your house. Imagine the service they put into what they do every day. I just, every now and then, man, I'm going to sing the praises of these sponsors when I get a chance because I use these sponsors. And I use them every chance I get. I, I appreciate what they do for me. And I appreciate what they do for y'all by allowing me to speak. Kind of funding this operation. So, <clears throat> again, shout out to Take a Break Deliveries. Download their app today. They're locally owned. They're veteran owned. And if it's the first time you've ever used them, use the, use the uh, promo code, all caps, CLAY601. If you're a returning customer, just make sure you've got the notifications for the app turned on on your phone. And they're going to send you a promo code every day to save 3 to $5 off your delivery fee. They deliver food. They deliver beer. They deliver liquor. And apparently, they'll deliver frozen Stonington Farms steaks <laughs> in a pinch. But uh, you can't beat them. They, they deliver breakfast in Rankin and Madison County starting at 8 a.m. every morning. So it's 8.15. Find out, uh, find out what's, what, uh, who serves breakfast in your area and get take-a-break deliveries to bring you some breakfast to the office or to your home or breakfast in bed, whatever your schedule's like. They got you taken care of. Takeabreakdeliveries.com. Okay, sorry. I know I turned that ad read a little longer than I should, but... I wanted to tell that good story there because I think it matters. These are locally owned, veteran-owned businesses that help fund this operation. And I, you know, I think it's important that when we've got a chance to tell you a good story about them that we do it. All right, so let's talk about a business that's no longer open in Jackson. Let's talk about a business that's no longer open in Jackson. Frankly, most of you, like me, are probably more surprised to find out that it was still open than the fact that it closed. And that would be the Red Lobster in North Jackson, in the Target parking lot. Or as we've called it for years, Club Lobster. Because it is like a nightclub in there. I, I remember about 20 years ago, I went in there and it stunk so bad. It smelled like dirty Dirty dish rags. Ugh. It was sad. That was the last time I went. And I used to love going to Red Lobster, man. They had the best, you, you know You know what I'm about to say. They had the best mozzarella sticks. They did. Had the absolute best mozzarella sticks. And the best marinara, too. They were, like, long and skinny and hard fried. Oh, man, it was so good. I used to just love sitting at the bar and eating their mozzarella sticks. I, n- I never got anything else from there, actually. 
I don't, I don't know if they're fish or lobster or anything that's worth a crap. I just got mozzarella sticks and had a good time, of course. You know, I think when we first turned like 21, 22, you know, you, you know, you tend to like, when you first start drinking, you tend to like more fruity flavored alcohol drinks, stuff like that. And they always, they were the first place, as far as I know, the only place around here forever that had like frozen daiquiris and all that kind of stuff. And they would make the swirl drinks. They, you know, the bartenders were really good back then. I mean, like if you were a Red Lobster bartender in the 90s, you were at the top of your profession around here somewhat. You know, I mean, you didn't just walk in off the streets and get to be a bartender at Red Lobster. And you had to know what you were doing. I mean, I had several friends that were bartenders at Red Lobster. I mean, it was, it was a, that was a significant job. But of course, then I, I, can, I can tell you exactly where it went wrong for Red Lobster. They started doing these crawfish bowls out in North Jackson at different, I think Copeland's or, yeah, Copeland's did a few. On the Border did a few. They started doing these big outdoor parties. And they were a blast, man. I loved them. And then Red Lobster decided to do an outdoor crawfish bowl slash party. And next thing you know, rest in peace, Red Lobster. It never it never came back. And then, of course, COVID and service issues, service industry issues, customer service issues, so on and so forth. But um, so it pops up. I think WLBT actually broke the story. I stole the pictures off of there, posted them to Save Jackson. I think Kingfish has got a, uh, I've got his site pulled up. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Kingfish shared the WLBT story. There's a sign in the door that says temporarily closed. Um, but it says at the same time, thanks for your business, blah, blah, blah. It, it, it ain't temporarily closed. It's forever closed. You don't temporarily close. So, Red Lobster, gone. Frankly, I'm surprised it lasted that long. But, you know, I mean, like I said, Club Red Lobster. Club Lobster. I've been talking a lot about in this episode about people twerking on countertops and showing their butt and acting out in public and expecting that, you know, it's like the louder I get, the, the more I want given to me to behave. That's a big problem in Jackson. I've worked at several car lots in Jackson. I won't name them in this particular episode. And that was the modus operandi in those with the customers. They come in there. They want something fixed. You're like, well, you bought this car as is, ma'am. We can't, you know, we're not responsible for this. Oh, oh. Y'all ain't going to fix it. Well, let me just start picking things up. Oh, look at these nice little, look at this nice cup of pins here on the desk. It'd be a shame if I threw it across the room. Oh, look at that countertop. Starting to look like the main stage. Let me jump up on it. What if I twerk right here? Would that get me what I want? Well, yes, actually it will. (laughs) Pull the car around. (laughs) Anything to get your big ass off the countertop. Oh man, but that that that's the mentality. That's what's got the Texas TikToker sassy trucker sitting in a Dubai jail for two years. We need more sassy truckers locked up. Lock up the sassy truckers. Let's check out the guns and gear text line. 769-241-1944. Uh clean up a few of the texts from the last hour. 
<laughs> it's all downhill from here, guys. We got a lot of stuff to talk about with Jackson. Hey, real quick, Ty chimed in. He said, hey, I just heard your ad for Acme Pizza and wanted to say I went Friday afternoon for a date. So the date didn't go so well. But the flavor, the the will of flavor was the, was amazing. He said it's the best pizza he's had in Mississippi since Sobrero came from New York City. Hey, look, everybody's got where their favorite pizza was. And uh, when, when I get so many, comp- so many uh, messages from people talking about how good Acme Pizza is. You know, it's, it's one thing to stumble across good pizza and it'd be kind of good one time. But when it's consistently great, like these are people who now just eat at Acme Pizza. So that's cool. Thank you, Ty. Let's take a call here real quick. I'm sure you've got some strong opinions about Red Lobster. Hey, you're on there. Clay, I heard yeah. you talking about Baton Rouge a while ago. Oh, yeah. You know, Baton Rouge, Shreveport, and Jackson were a whole lot better. And it may be just a coincidence. But I've heard people in Houston say the same thing before Hurricane Katrina. When they started busting all these people into towns where they weren't from, and most of them had rap sheets as long as me and you. Yep. Look, I saw it firsthand, brother. When I owned Club 105 downtown on Capitol Street, it was post-Katrina. Well, we had it, you know, from like 03 to 2011, I think is what it was. So I was right down there in the in the midst of it, post-Katrina. I watched our crowd size double over about a month. I mean, we went from doing 500 people twice, you know, two nights a week to doing 1,000 people two nights a week. And it was a different crowd. It was a much more violent crowd. Now, we never had any shootings or stabbings in our club. We had really, really strict security. You got searched twice to get in. But we had to implement those those measures because of the increase in violence and the increase in violent people that were coming. Because you start thinking about but pre-05, that's when Katrina hit, Metro Center had still had most of the stuff in it. You didn't see a whole, whole lot of crime in Northeast Jackson. You had some, but not like it is now. Mm-mm. You know, most of the businesses, to a degree, were still on Highway 80. The Wilson Brothers still had their, what, everything. All the car dealerships were still on the hill. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. South Jackson had went down a lot, but it is not nowhere near the shape that it was now. No, I agree. I, you know, and how how rarely do you get an influx in in in, in population and it kill everything? Exactly, and it shipped a bunch of Democrats in is all it did. Yep. Black and white. Yep. Because and ba- dude, Baton Rouge used to be a wonderful place, man. A wonderful place. Yes, Shreveport too. Yeah, it did. I yeah. mean, Shreveport back in the day was moving with the casinos, the boardwalk, a new mall. I mean, now, but I went through there about probably five, six years ago, and dude, I didn't even recognize. They were one <laughs> of the first Southern cities to build a new arena. You know, they yeah, had, they got all kind of good concerts there for a while. Now nobody man. goes there. Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's, that's what I've heard. And I'll be honest with you, I hate to say it, I don't think Monroe got as many people, but it was like they went to the nearest cities north and then going west. You know, I hate to say it, what if something like that happens again? Because and and, I guarantee you they haven't fixed the levees in New Orleans like they should have. We get a hurricane? Huh. We're going to be looking at Katrina 2.0. Yeah, but mother mother nature's undefeated when she wants to be. That's true. 
Ain't no, ain't no levy gonna, ain't no levy gonna stop Mother Nature. If she don't want it to. Yeah, and Clay, and you're talking about uh, wearing a lobster. I'm gonna be honest with you. If they thought any, if they thought they would have the traffic that they've had in the last several years, then they know something big over there is going to shut down. Maybe the Home Depot, maybe the Target. I I've heard for years, and this is obviously just hearsay, that that target's closing and moving to Madison or, or Gluckstadt or something like that, but who knows? I've heard that for years, too, boy. In fact, I knew, I knew somebody had some involvement in it at one time. But uh, I'm going to be honest with you, the only place I ever saw a Home Depot personally shut down was in South Jackson. And that was just because they, you know, well, we know why. I mean, they, they they abandoned Jackson quick, man. They said, we're going to Clinton. We're closing this one down. Oh, man, that thing wasn't open for, what, two or three years, maybe? It was not open long. It was not even in that building anymore? No. It is empty. And I will say this. They actually, they did, I, you know, I drove through there a couple years ago when I was doing my Save Jackson videos, and uh, it, it's still well taken care of. It looks better than most open shopping centers in Jackson. You know, nut is the office depot still there? Yes. It is. Uh, well, it may have closed here recently. It was there. I want to say it closed, but it, it was there forever. It held on till around COVID. So basically, the Walmart, as far as big businesses in South Jackson, are major retailers are the only ones left. That's it. And I just got a story here where the city of Jackson said to hell with the Metro Center and broke its lease and moved out and is moving out, moving the water department out of the, out of the Metro Center. Where are they going to move it to? I don't know. I didn't get that far into the article yet. I'm going to read it on there. But hey, look, i got to take my break, brother. Have a good day. You too. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM WYAB. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey, get out and see me this week. Ellis Autoplex. I'll be there from 9 to not nine i'm lying <laughs> we're open from nine to six i'll be there from let's just say eleven thirty or 12 let's just say from lunchtime to six monday through friday i'll be there nine to three on saturdays if you're in the market for a pre-owned f-150 i got you covered hey i also got a couple f-250s i got three toyota forerunners right now i got two nissan xteros several nice cars i got a dodge charger an infinity q50 and others. Just got a little two-door Jeep. I got it up on my Facebook Marketplace. It's up on ellisautoplex.com. You want a little two-door uh, six-cylinder Jeep? I got you, man. It's uh, Suffice to say, it's Jeep weather. How about a Jeep for fourteen nine? You ain't going to find too many nice Jeeps for fourteen nine. Check it out. Check out ellisautoplex.com. Don't forget, we buy vehicles, too. We are locally owned, locally operated. Casey Ellis put his name on the building. That still means something to me. When you put your name on the building, it holds you to a different level of accountability with your customers. Most of my customers tend to agree with that, too. They say that's why they choose us. Locally owned, name is on the building. It holds you to a different level of accountability, especially when you're selling cars more so than about anything else, that you take care of these vehicles, you're reconning them properly, you're making sure you're not selling a problem. Don't get me wrong, they're used cars, things happen. You know, I talk about it all the time. How do you handle how do you handle situations when they arise? You know, we try to handle everything the right way. That's Ellis Autoplex, ellisautoplex.com, located right there on Highway 471 in God's country, Brandon, Mississippi. All right. Um 
I want to read a couple texts real quick on the Guns and Gear text line. We're about to talk about the Metro Center. Uh, great text here. Um, unknown texter. Shoot me your name, too, if you're still listening. It says, a human resources, human and cultural, and city clinic is moving to a location. Downtown state uh, cultural. That's got to be something the Lumumba sisters running. Anytime I hear the word cultural in the city of Jackson, it's got to be something Rakia's got something to do with. Anyway, it says the new Jackson Water Department is moving to its own location on Fortification Street. Plus, it will not be open to the public like before. Curious how folks are going to pay their bills. I mean, I know that most people should have the ability to pay online, but you know how that goes. You know, call me old-fashioned. I could pay my energy bill by phone every month or online. I like to go in. I still like to go in Polk's Drugs and pay my bill. I, I don't know what it is about going in a little small-town drugstore. I don't use Polk's. I use uh, well, I don't, none of y'all's business who I use. But I like. I just thought about going in one of those little Polk's drugs, man. They sell everything there. And I just go in and I pay my energy bill. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just something I enjoy about it. The smell of a Polk's. Anyway, it's old-fashioned. It's still small town. It takes me back to being a kid. But um, <laughs> Stephen text in, said, I lived in Baton Rouge from 06 to 07. When I came back, McDowell Road was like the walking dead. Junkies everywhere from about 06 to 08. But yeah, man, it's even worse now, obviously. Um, Zach sent in a question. And I thought I might answer this on air. Says, when will white people riot? Or would they? What would the catalyst for it be? Would it be one reason or multiple? Do you think white people will ever riot? Well, I think what you're asking, Zach, is will will conservatives riot? Because plenty of white people did riot. Uh, if you'll go back and watch the videos with a, with a keen eye for white liberalism, like I have, you'll notice that it was mainly white people burning down those black neighborhoods during the George Floyd Summer of Love. You, know, you, you, you can look and you can see the purple hair hanging out from the back of their mask. White people have been rioting and burning stuff down. White liberals. Now, conservatives, I you know, we tried um, January 6th. The problem is we're so good at what we do. We don't, we don't burn down our neighborhoods and our cities and our locally owned businesses. We actually take the problem to the person we have a problem with, our government. And they like to call that an insurrection. But generally speaking, I don't think, I don't think um, conservatives, white or black, riot. I'm not saying we shouldn't, uh, but I am saying we shouldn't burn down our neighborhoods and businesses. You know, if we want a mostly peaceful protest, you know, but it's mainly white people that, that do the the burning, looting, and uh, whatnot. Now, they get a text in says Fondrenites. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's your people that live in Fondren and places like that. Your purple-haired baristas. Angry. Most of them are transitioning from man to woman anyway. Chemically castrating themselves. They just hate their life. They're about to get a bottom surgery. Those are the ones that are there looting, rioting. And that you may think I'm just saying that to be funny. <clears throat> Contrary to frere. There was a study done by the... I'll probably get the group wrong, but it's something to do with all the sheriffs in the country. It was a sheriff's convention they had a couple years ago. And they showed, they did a study that most of the violent arrests that were made during the summer of love 
Most of the people they arrested for violent actions were men, white, transitioning from man to woman. They were trans. They keep trying to tell you that it's just so dangerous out here for trans people. Trans people are the danger. I'm sorry. I know it ain't a popular love Trump's hate opinion, but it's true. Look at the last few mass shooters. All trans. Or some version of the LGBTQ alphabet rainbow umbrella. When was the last time? When was the last time some so-called right-wing mass shooting happened? I'll wait. So, yeah, so Zach, I guess to answer your question, I, I don't I don't know what does it, you know, as far as getting conservatives fired up enough. There's been plenty of protests. I've been to protests. You know, we like we go to the Capitol and we protest down there. I was down there with Mississippi Parents for Vaccine Rights uh, last year. I want to say last year, year and a half ago. Uh, Sarah Wood shared shared a Facebook memory the other day. I, I was I was tagged in it, so I know it was the either one year or two year anniversary of it. I took my daughter down there to show her how to peacefully protest. We walked around the Capitol and prayed. So they we do protest, but we don't do it like Democrats. All right, let's take a break. I didn't mean to get off on that tangent. Let's uh we'll take a break. Come back. Let's talk about the metro closing. I also want to hit. These kids, right? I call them kids. These thugs riding around and randomly shooting at innocent people in cars. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back after this on 103.9 FM WYAB. To the Clay Edwards Show, we are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey, have you got a home security system? Have you got a business security system? Did you say no? Then you need to contact Watchman. Security services. Heck, even if your answer is yes. I tell you, tell you, man, just like your insurance, you need to shop that, man. Make sure you're getting the best rates. Make sure you got the best, most up-to-date current equipment. You know, there's nothing worse than as an avid watcher of the news. And they show some security footage of some bad guy breaking in your business. And it's so grainy that you can't tell anything. You just see like a streak. Don't be that guy. Be considerate of us news watchers, and if somebody breaks into your business, you know you've you've at least got some high def camera footage that the bad guys doing bad stuff, so we can help you identify them and get them arrested. Help the police identify them and get them arrested. Reach out to Watchman Security Services. Get you some good, high quality cameras and a good security system. They're an alarm dot com service provider. They can do everything from your basic home and business alarms to your full-blown indoor-outdoor camera systems, remote gate access, smart home technology. They can do it all at Watchman Secure. It's locally owned. It's locally operated by the Knight family right out of Pearl, Mississippi. Going all the way back to the year of our Lord, 1977, when Clay Edwards was born, 45 years ago now. So check them out, WatchmanSecure.com. That's WatchmanSecure.com. Watch man, not watch men. Watch man with an A, secure.com. All right. Um, we actually got some good text um, during the break there. I want to hit these up on the Guns of Gear text line real quick. Um, 
Jason said, I guess Thomas Obama phone ran out of minutes. You know, we have not heard from Thomas in a while. I actually kind of held a, a faux funeral for Thomas last week. He hasn't texted. He hasn't called. He's either dead or in jail. Because I know, I know he's not listening to another morning talk show. He's either dead or in jail. I think he agreed with me so much during Pride Month that we just called a truce. I know it killed him too. But he agreed with me so much during Pride Month that he can't be mad at me anymore. If anybody knows what happened to Thomas, let me know. He was a highlight or low light, depending on your point of view of the show for the first year or so. Let's see. Uh, Unknown Texture says, I was on the security detail for that event. I missed those rallies. Yes, oh yeah, those were good, man. The MPVR rallies. Um, let's see. Jason also says after the Obama phone text, it says, or maybe he listened enough and finally switched over to our side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll agree on that. All right, back to some news here. I could read text all day. So Red Lobster closed. Paint me shocked. Here's something I want to hit. I know I keep I keep talking about the kids riding around, jumping out of cars. And uh, shooting at cars. And that's terrible. It really is. I, I guess, you know, I, I've, for the benefit of good radio here, I might as well hit that first. But I want to talk about the city of Jackson arresting the man for running a mechanic shop out of his house. That's coming up next. All right, here, well, I think I, the story got broke on like next door. Somebody sent me some screenshots. I posted them on Save Jackson. And uh, I blurred out the names and stuff. For the first time ever to protect the people. But um here is um here's the this is on Kingfish, you all want to go find it. It's on jacksonjambalaya.com. It says shooting by the Barrington. If you don't know, the Barrington is that really high end, high rise condo right there at Meadowbrook and fifty five. Really nice. So the woman escaped with her life after a hoodlum shot at her by the Meadowbrook Road overpass on fifty five Friday evening. Her mother posted this on social media yesterday. Now, I just got a call from my daughter, 7 o'clock this evening, very, very light outside, at the corner of Meadowbrook and 55. She was turning south, and some a-hole held an AR out the window and shot up her car. I'm trying to talk to one of my kids. I'm trying to talk one of my kids into moving here. She doesn't want to. I don't blame her. Something has to be done. Like I said, I don't have the answers, but something has to be done. Yes, she was sitting still to turn left on the 55 South. She did hear and see what was coming and ducked. Poor child. She's been here since she was nine years old, several years. I guess she's used to it. No, ma'am. She did not get injured. And yes, God was with her. Um, Bro, they're just shooting at random cars now. I mean, just shooting at them like, hey, I want that car. Just start shooting at it. You can't have anything that resembles a civilized society where kids are hanging out the windows of AR-15s in metropolitan areas or any other kind of gun. I don't, I don't even like naming them. Just randomly shooting at people who have nothing to do with anything. They're just sitting at a red light. I, and I happen to know that people were white because I remember seeing the lady's Facebook post. Maybe they're just shooting. Maybe they're shooting because they're chasing, chasing white people. Get out of here. Don't let the sun go down on your back in Jackson, white people. This is a sundown town. I leave. Boy, they call us the racist. Jackson's a sundown town. And a, a witness chimed in. 
and said, this happened behind us. We called the police after several attempts. Someone answered, and we gave them the tag and description of the car. It sped by. It was ridiculous. The tag number was WAF1606. It was a silver Toyota Camry with busted out window on the passenger side rear door. He said, my wife and I were sitting there. We're sitting at the intersection at the time, waiting for the light to change. The shots were rapid and indeed very loud. Unfortunately, we could not identify where the shots came from. Frightening, to say the least. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, good morning. This is Chris, man. Hey, brother. Uh, I heard you bring up. I'm about to have to jump out of the truck. I want to chime in on this this fella getting getting arrested in South Jackson for working. Yeah, man. I'm gonna talk about that here in a minute, man. What? That's interesting. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, I don't know the man, but I've met him a couple of times back when I was struggling. He all uh, he let me work on a couple of cars for a little bit of money and whatnot. Seems like one of the few people that was honest down there off of McDowell Road. And if you pay attention, especially when you're driving up and down 55 and 20, you realize that the only people that JPD have pulled over are people that obviously are working class or higher. It's like the only ones that they want to deal with are the ones that's not going to shoot them. They're not worried about real criminals. They're just worried about people they can get some money out of. Man, sadly, uh, I agree with you 100%. That's all, man. I hope y'all have a great day. Thanks for taking my call. You too, Chris. Appreciate it, brother. All right, yeah, let's jump into this, man. Um, Stay the hell out of Jackson. I'm back on that train. Stay out of Jackson. Guys, I love Capitol Police. I love what they're doing. But until they get a a, a little bit better control on this thing, if you don't live here, stay out of here. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about sundown towns. And lynching and racism ever since Jason Aldean's song came out and they've been trying to cancel it. Oh, it's all, it harkens back to the sundown towns. Jackson, Mississippi is a sundown town. Do not let the sun go down on your backs in Jackson, Mississippi. Get inside. I mean that with all sincerity in, the, in my heart of hearts. They want to kill you in Jackson, Mississippi. An evil, evil spirit has taken over the city. Do not let the sun go down on your back in Jackson, Mississippi. If you have a family to support, if you have a life to live, if people depend on you, do not let the sun go down on your back in Jackson, Mississippi. While that's going on in North Jackson, the good part of Jackson Jackson man arrested, accused of running neighborhood mechanic shop for some time. According to a Wednesday release from the Jackson police, officers executed a warrant at the home of 2200 on the 2200 block of West McDowell Road because there's not enough other crap on McDowell Road for them to arrest people for. Said uh, police and Quinn was arrested for violating a Sydney ordinance which prohibits the operation of a mechanic shop in a residential zone. The mechanic shop had been operational for some time, Jackson Police Public Information Officer Sam Brown said. I ain't got to read no more. Now, I've been all about them starting to finally enforce some of the codes, some of the code laws around here. I, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I've been saying this for years. How about just starting enforcing some of the laws you got on the books? But, you know, when, when I said that, I assumed we were talking about littering, loitering, murder, drug dealing, Shooting out the window at other cars. 
not the one honest man in South Jackson working on cars. You know what happened here? This guy didn't fix the right car right for the wrong person. Who at the city, what city employee did he make mad? That's what we need to be asking ourselves. What city employee did he anger? We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. In these uh, closing few minutes here, uh, let's just um, let's wrap up Jackson talk here. Uh, I got a text on the Gunzinger text line during the break, matching my Facebook, but same thing. Jeff says, "Hey Clay, so I was at McDonald's. They requested I pay with exact change or credit card. I get to the window and pay them eight dollars. My bill was seven dollars and eighty four cents." She told me they only expect they they only accept exact change. What do I think about it? I think it's lazy. I was somewhere the other day at a drive through, and I had like seven or eight cents coming back to me. And I don't do drive throughs too often. It's usually for somebody else if I go through a drive through, or I'm splurging and I'm getting like a milkshake or something like that. I will get I will go to Dairy Queen and get a, and get a get a Blizzard every now and then. That's, you know what? Actually, that's where it was. It was Dairy Queen, and I had like six cents coming back. And the lady says, do you want your change? Yeah, I want my change. Would you, if, if I shorted you six cents, would you want it? Yeah, of course you would. I was walking out of a gas station the other day. I was so proud of myself. I'm pat myself on the back. I want some validation. Like a, like a single mother drinking with her baby at the pool. If you tuned in earlier, you know what I'm talking about. I need some of that validation. Put it in my veins. I was walking out of a gas station the other day and I dropped a penny. I looked down at that penny, and I was like, bro, you know, it's just a penny. Then I slapped myself in the back of the head. I said, pick up that dang penny, boy. You ever get too good to pick up a penny? Don't you ever get too good to pick up a penny? I got down. I picked up that penny. I got a, I got a beer pitcher at home. It's in, my, it's in the top drawer of one of my nightstands. Second one I've had to fill up. Somebody stole the other one. I won't name their name. Anyway. It's full. It's overflowing with change. I bet you it's four or five hundred dollars in that thing, because I ain't scared to pick up a penny. Because I go, because I want my six cents back at the Dairy Queen drive-through. They would want it. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. Allison Noe up next. Her last show is Noe. She's getting married this week. Y'all stay tuned and listen. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.